Sailing Out of the Box, and today I'm joined by Sean Bowen, Luna Ancrum, Cameron Peters, and Sammy Johannes. I'm trying to like make sure I get everyone in this little circle here, <laughs> but um, yeah, and today we're going to talk about uh, 2021 in general. We're going to go over some of the some of the favorites from this year and some of the things that we're looking forward to for the holiday season. Um, and then we're going to take a little bit of a break over the next couple of weeks. And then you'll see us back here in the beginning of January in these same outfits. Cause we're recording these back to back, um, talking about our goals in 2022. So, uh, let's go ahead and get started. And, um, first thing I want to ask you guys is what is your favorite purchase you made this year? Oh, in general. Not real estate yeah. related. No, it doesn't have to be real estate related, but it can be if if you want to. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. That's a stump. I got to think about that one for a second. I like it. Anything. I can. I'll tell you what. I'll talk about a property while you guys are thinking, because I did. I did have a really good property purchase, so we could start off core and then go a little rogue. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I did we did take down a property or I did personally take down a property in um, Suffolk, a really good rental, um, newer build. Um, Unfortunately for the, well, it did work out for the seller, but unfortunately it was a bit of a forbearance issue for the seller and needed to catch up with those payments. And he was one of those homeowners that got caught a little bit and got behind a little bit, but um, did not damage any of his credit or anything like that. We caught the loan up. We satisfied the bank, satisfied the sale. Seller, seller moved on. Um, really light rehab and some good returns on the renters in there. Um, and I expect some good cash flow from that from years to come. The best part about that purchase is that house was built in 2008. Um, really, really new build to buy as a buy, buy and hold. But the, the realities of the forbearance, I think, made that accessible. And the seller's motivation. Well, we always talk about seller's motivation. So to me, that was one, that was the best overall big purchase for me for the whole, for the whole year. For sure. Okay. Uh, if we can act on the next level to rogue, um, <laughs> I think my favorite purchase, which was technically like multiple purchases, but pretty much like in investing in myself and like getting my real estate license and getting my LLC up and things like that. Like I put a lot of money into myself this year. And yeah, I think that's probably, that was been my focus, you know? So I think that has to be my favorite because I've put so much into it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good one. You can't get yeah. like, there's almost like an intangible to that. When you, once you invest in yourself, that's a really good one. Really good. Like so much can return from that. So yeah. I'm excited to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost like an infinite return, right? Because you invested in yourself. You, nobody can take that away from you, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. that's a really good one. Seems like somebody's company is named Infinite Return. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. For you, those of you that don't know, that is Cam's company name. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still thinking. <laughs> Like, I mean, I've got, we've done so much this year on so many different things. It's it really hard to be work-related either. Oh, I know. But I'm thinking like just immediate would just be like the, the purchase we just did to go to um, Portugal oh. for holiday and for Thanksgiving. Like that was a, 
it wasn't a really big purchase, but it was awesome because we haven't been out of country in so long, mm-hmm. um, at least five years. So, I mean, that was one that was just really cool. It was with family. It was with my wife. It was just all around a good trip. But I'm trying to think on top of that because I know we've inside of business stuff, we've done a lot and bought things and sold things and like a really good year with things that you're like, what's your best purchase? And you're like, what's the level of best? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I like Sammy Joe's idea of like totally rogue. And that's like, that's in our world. I don't consider that rogue at all. I consider that like, that's real, right? You could say that's a true investment. You can't get it back. Like that's a killer purchase. Here's, um, here's the question for you, Sean, then what's the best thing you flipped this year that was not real estate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I do so much of that. Um, yeah. I, do, I am, I am the prime example of hustle, right? I know that's part of our core values as a company, but I am prime example of what it's like to be hustle. Like I just go out and I find things and if I can get it for this low price and sell it for that high price, like it's gone. I think I, okay, fun. Like this year I was literally driving around my neighborhood and found one of those attached a bike attachments you put on the back of your car. Right. Was that the one you're talking about? Yeah, uh, I remember this story. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah. So I found this thing sitting in the front of somebody's yard and it was just sitting there and it got I me mean, obviously stowing it out. Right. It was this four bike rack. You hook into your, hitch type thing so like i went pulled my truck up put it into the hitch took it home sprayed it off looked it up online and it was selling brand new for like six seven hundred dollars and i put it online for like 300 bucks and it was gone on facebook marketplace in like an hour and the guy came and picked it up and i was like that's just me right like that's just the that's my mentality so yeah that was a i I thought that's what you were talking about maybe but like that's one of them but I do that, that that's all one the, of the stories. Yep. That's one of yeah. the stories, but that, that was a really good one. Yeah. That, a little I bit of spray paint, 300 bucks. What, what is it? Oh yeah. 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 But I mean, there's so many of those I do all the time. And then that's just my mentality, I guess. I grew up in that world, right? You, you, how are you going to make money? You don't work for somebody. I always talk about like going out and doing things that are, you know, get you money really fast. And now in this digital world, it's even easier. You know what I mean? Like you can find something at Walmart. And put it on Amazon and sell it. It could be $20 at Walmart and you'll sell it for $40 on Amazon. You know, like that kind of stuff. It's crazy. The ability of just money you can make by just putting a little bit of time into stuff. So yeah, I don't get stuck on that. Cause I'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, wanna... I think, what about you, Ashley? Oh, well, Luna hasn't gone yet either. Oh, okay. Luna? <laughs> uh, I think for me, like going way off the, the, the track, like very rogue. I think for me, it was the ticket purchase to go to Vegas for my nephew's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never traveled outside of my time zone. I've never gone that far in general, like in terms of travel. And it was nice because I had never really gotten to see him like since he was an infant. So it was just a really cool experience. And I was really glad that I did it because it was, it meant a lot to me to be able to see him. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think something that is kind of like in line with every, with most of everyone is um, experiences, like purchases of experiences and not necessarily of property. Um, Mine falls into that too. It's, uh, I bought myself one of those like monthly massage membership things. Mm. And so being able to go and get a massage every month has just really helped me physically and mentally. It gives me like a reason to put my phone on do not disturb for 90 minutes while I just sit and relax and like 
let the stress go away. So (laughs) it has been definitely my favorite purchase from the year. Um, I like that example of experiences. That's really cool because my wife and I have a piece of art in here. It says invest in good times. Yeah. Yep. So that's a really, that's a really cool that we live by that. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, I think it's really cool that most everybody here is talking about investing in something that is, and like you said, not real property, but investing in something. Luna going to do her experience. Sammy Joe going to go do her thing. Uh, Ashley, you're doing yours for relaxing. And like, it's all like, I. it's personal. It's not just about something else. That's really cool. That says yeah. a lot when your team is doing all the same things. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay. Next question. What is your favorite holiday tradition? Mm. Mine is going to get the tree and everything that comes along with that, because Kristen and I go out, we go to local places, go get the tree at the same time as you go out and get something to eat um, and then come home and always put on Christmas vacation while we're putting up the tree and blaring Christmas music. (laughs) (laughs) Piggyback on that. Like that's literally my favorite part of being home with my parents during the holidays is like, my dad's a big cook. Everybody knows my dad for the cook. He, everybody loves his food. So (laughs) um, as he's preparing the food for Thanksgiving or Christmas, he's like blaring Christmas music and like, not just regular, you know, you on the store, you hear Christmas. You no, know, he has the Caribbean Christmas music going. Oh. He has like the 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 soca drums, like a uh, Christmas tree. It's 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 great. It's great. So I literally do that now. Even just when I can't go home for the holidays, I just blast music and me and my daughter just dance in the living room and just have a good time. So I hear we're about to hear. I see a video from Sammy Joe and <laughs> she's getting after it. <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. Possibly. We'll see. Nice. <laughs> But yeah, definitely my favorite. Cool. Luna? Uh, my favorite is one that I started in high school where every year I buy my dad a ornament for the Christmas tree or I make one. So every single year it's a different ornament that I bring home. And over the years he's been collecting them and I'm the one that gets to choose where the new one goes every year on the tree. So it's really fun to kind of just be like, oh, this, this feels like this year's ornament and then bring this one home and have dad kind of look at it and be like, I guess this matches the feeling of the year. It's a little weird, but you know, <laughs> this year it's a, I found a little uh, dinosaur ornament. That's a little gold dinosaur ornament. So I'm bringing that one to dad this year. Cool. <laughs> Very That's excited. Very cool. Nice. Cam? So mine's always centered around cooking and it probably follow a lot of you guys, but my old eldest daughter was also born on Christmas Eve. So there's a bit of a birthday, right? Like great before, and we try to make it special. So it's like, we try to unplug from the holidays for like one day and do birthday stuff. Um, and we always have a big Italian dinner, whether that's at, there's a restaurant we really love in Richmond that we'll go and do that at, or maybe we make it at home. We kind of, we have reservations this year. That's the plan, but kind of live it on the fly. Like, yeah, maybe we don't want to go out. We're, we'll stay home. But usually we do that. And then we look at Christmas lights. So I guess it's not totally um, un-Christmas related, but, um, or un-holiday related, but celebrating her birthday in the middle of that and just doing a little bit something different, it's pretty cool. And then Christmas is the next day and it, it's all about the food. So it would all go back to the food. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, mine is um, also food related. 
I love baking. And so every year I do Christmas baking. Um, we do recipes that we've been doing for as long as I can remember. I mean, I'm 27 and like from my very first Christmas memories, we've been doing these same things. And so that that's just something that I love to do this year might look a little bit different because um, of COVID and everyone sort of, I mean, it did last year too, but quarantining to make sure no one is getting sick. Um, but we still like chat on the phone while we're doing it and we play Christmas music and, um, it's a great time. So that's, that's my favorite part. I'm not a big sweets person. Um, so it's nice for Christmas when I can bake like as much as I want and I can give it away so other people can eat it and I don't have to, but I still get to do the fun baking part. So that's, yeah, that's my favorite. Um, okay. So what is the nicest thing someone did for you this year? Hmm. And I'll let you guys know, I don't think about these questions ahead of time. I just sort of like find them um, either on the internet or I get like inspiration and then I'm like, okay, I want to be fair. So I'm not going to look at them again until we record. So <laughs> I have to think about this too. <laughs> what is something someone did nice for you? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the part that really bothers me is that I can't immediately think of something. <laughs> like- yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling right? like a bad person but, right now. <laughs> but I'm sure people have done nice things for all of us throughout the year. It's just trying to figure out what is the the what's nice the one that what's, like, the, one what's that the one that stands out. out? Yeah. yeah. What's the one that stands out? And I, I can't think of something. I really can't. Like I'm stumped on this one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I got one. So for those that have been following us on this channel, I don't, you probably know, but I train a martial art called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I've been doing it for eight years. Um, so recently, in the past two to three years, I've taken on the role of coach and coaching new people um, from children to adults, all in between, like whatever ages. So um, we had a child, we had a small, let's say young child, right, like 12. And over the past year or two, he has gone from this just honorary, no respect, no discipline, no nothing to a completely different person. Right. And the parents, it was about a month ago, this happened that the parents came in and pulled me over to the side with him and just thanked me and said that he always talks about, it's like at the, at the gym, I get called Bowen. It's it's just a last name, but everybody's like coach Bowen or Bowen, whatever. Right. And it was like, Bowen, he talks about me as a person that he's like, I don't want to go in there and disappoint him. I don't want to go in there and like screw up because he's going to make me do pushups or he's going to make me do things I don't want to do like this kind of stuff. And I just thought that was really cool. So maybe that's like a, maybe a, I look at that as like a good thing somebody did. Cause that was kind of cool to, to get that feedback and see that you were able to change somebody's trajectory where they're going, like from being a bad person to a good person or maybe just all the way in general. So I thought that would that would be one that I can think about that I thought was really cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, I think for me, it's not like one specific thing, but it's something that um, like my friends have continuously been doing and I've tried to return the favor is just those check-ins, um, especially during COVID. One of those things where I would see my friends who don't live in the area pretty regularly, but that hasn't happened in like almost two years now. We've barely seen each other, but just, you know, remembering to check in and talk about, you know, how we're feeling or even just talk about something stupid that you saw online or on TV, like, oh my God, did you see this picture of this cat? Like, <laughs> you know, just, just those little things to, to like help lift me up. And when they realize, oh, she's having a hard time and they'll do things like they'll call me, they'll send me fun pet pictures or, you know, something like that, just to like help lift my mood and get me That's ready cool. to like conquer the day again. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I, I, I had to... oh go ahead go ahead Sam. well I was just gonna piggyback on Ashley I think you know I kept I kept sitting here pondering because I'm like okay I keep thinking of my friends because they all do nice things for me at all like they're literally like my village as far as like me and my daughter and like when I just need a sound mind I can vent I can cry I can celebrate like they celebrate my smallest accomplishments before I will celebrate them And so like just them being there for me with life changes and everything this year probably has been, you know, because people don't have to do that. Then like Ashley said, like just them being that support is, is what's like truly appreciated. It's cool. It's a good one too. Awesome. So I'm going to deviate just slightly because I don't think it was directly for me, but I had two people this year that I worked with. Um, pretty closely in the military um, and years ago, and I worked with them for many years. And these were like, like many military, fam- military people. It's more of a family organization, right? Then um, it's a team building. It's a family, right? These are people that you talk to for your whole life. You always stay friends with them. Um, so two of them, two of the people that I worked with who I was actually their supervisor have now got promoted to the highest position in the air force. So Damn, to see cool. them come and grow and do that was just, I mean, I mean, it was, it was very emotional to me to see that day come and, you know, they both shot me a message and I, I didn't even expect this. Both shot me a message and a relatively lengthy message just telling me the impact that, that we had made. I'm not going to say that I had made, but that we had made together that it helped them to where they realized they were standing that day. Right. And it, it was really emotional. So although it didn't, it directly impact, impacted me emotionally, but it didn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't somebody, somebody gave me, so that's a slight deviation, but uh, that really meant a lot to me. It really did. Very cool. Yeah. Luna? I was going to say, now I'm on the spot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I have one, but it's like, I don't know if it's, I don't know. But um, No judgment. Let it rip. <laughs> All right. Sure. Mine is the fact that I'm just really grateful to like my support system with my family and my friends and all because they helped me through a really hard time at the beginning of the year where I had to go like inpatient and all that it was really bad and they were just there for me and that they were willing to put in the time to talk to me and help me and they were there for me when I came back they were there for me to rely on and that 
that meant a lot to me to have that support system in place and to be able to say like, hey, I'm not okay and have people there who are willing to talk to me and who are willing to be there for me despite me not being okay. So it was really just a nice, a really, really nice thing to, you know, experience that. Very cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Very cool. Um, okay, so next question. What is the um, best or newest, I guess, simple pleasure you've started to enjoy this year? And I can start with this one to kind of give an example. Um, I have started, I've always been a little bit of an early riser, but I've really started to be intentional about getting up early. Um, most days, you know, every now and then you just need to sleep in, but getting up early so that I can, um, get my coffee, hang out, sit with the dogs and just kind of have that time to leisurely eat my breakfast, drink my coffee, um, work on, you know, something like a craft or whatever I want to do in the morning before I start work so that I have that, that sort of me time. And I think that's something that especially working from home, um, is, is one of the bonuses. Cause you don't really get that as much if you're not working from home because you have that commute to add in. So I kind of make that like commute time, um, my, my time to sort of center myself. Um, and then I like to joke that my commute is very difficult because there's always a dog or two blocking up lanes on the stairs and you just never know what the traffic's going to look like. But, <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's my simple pleasure that I've started to really incorporate this year. I got two things. So one is, I guess you could equate it down to a little like a honeydew list around the house sort of thing. Right. But I, I put a lot of the things on this list, so I'm not putting this back on spouse or family or anything like that. Just little projects around the house. And I guess I could list them out building little things. Um, using the very simple construction knowledge because I, I understand how some houses are built man but that I'm not the swinging hammer guy I can do it but I'm not the best but it doesn't matter because it's not really about that it's about fixing little things unplugging your mind and just focusing on projects um, that has been a game changer for me this year to do little things just around that whether it's in the evening or whether it's a short bit in the middle of the day or it's on the weekend or um <laughs> And the family has noticed a good change. And they're like, man, you really got into these projects. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, the whole family's made better for it, but I'm actually building something. And that's um, really helped me grow personally in life. So, yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's kind of I some, sometimes I do those little projects as well. Uh, like in the in the mornings, I'm stripping paint off of my banister. I had to take a pause for the, the wedding and all of that stuff. But yeah. Um, you know, gonna get back to it after the holidays. <laughs> I just, you know, the first first thing I did was building the closure around our trash um, bins next to the garage, just because it's unsightly. It's not the hardest task to do. It took me a while, but I enjoyed every minute of it. And so, it, it's really simple. But it's the act of unplugging and doing a building something. Right? I can see the product there. I have no timeline. I'm in no hurry. There's no deadline. I love it. Yeah. Going off of that, I've, I think my thing for this year for like a very simple pleasure that I've added to like my daily routine is I've gotten really into making like beaded bracelets or like beaded jewelry. And it's just the, that same kind of, I can unplug, I can turn off like all of the outside stuff and just kind of sit there and focus on this one task of making this one thing. And when I'm done with it, there is something that I can actually physically see that I've created 
but just having that time in the day where I'm just focusing on some like creative project or something small like that really kind of helps me center it and like just kind of makes me I guess mellow out for the day it's usually an end of the day activity but sometimes it just depends so that's been my thing this year yeah Sean Sammy Joe uh, I think for me, um, just little things that I've incorporated this year is just things that I truly enjoy, like finding me again, like, mm-hmm. because of course, with having a kid and those things, being a single parent, you're used to the hustle and bustle. And like Sean said earlier, I'm a hustler. So if I need it, I go out and get it however I can get it. Well, not however, legally. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you preference that. (laughs) Just make sure we're clear there. (laughs) But um, I've said this year that I'm going to choose me more and, you know, say, say no, or not even say no, but make decisions based on what I truly am want and not you know this would be best for this person or this like no it's I what I want this is my decision and that's that um and I think I've gotten the kind of confidence and kind of empowerment out of just implementing like choose you sometimes just choose you because you get you become such a people pleaser that you forget you got to take care of self yeah self-love is the best love so they say yeah (laughs) I really connect with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And that's hard to do. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. something I've been working on for a few years and I've definitely gotten better at it, but I'm still not, you know, amazing at it. So exactly. It's a work in progress. I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. So mine was kind of one I've gotten way better at. Um, it's getting up the early kind of like you do, but <laughs> it's going to the beach and it's either, taking this board, taking these boards, whatever, and whether there's waves or not, and just go out and get in the water. And that was a connection piece I lost a while ago. I don't say lost, but I did. I wasn't nearly as consistent as I was um, to where it's a disconnect, right? So like my training is a disconnect and getting in the water was a massive disconnect, right? So I just do that more now. So I'm, I'm very diligent. I'm very consistent to doing that. I'm getting up 6.30, 7 o'clock, and not in the winter. I'll go down. I'm not surfing in the winter as, as much, but I'll go down to the beach and watch sun come up. Um, listen- it's very cold in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, there's a piece down there where I sit right at a certain break and I got just watch and some people are surfing or some people are just jogging and whatever. Right. But it's that maybe I'm listening to a book on tape or I'm doing nothing. I'm just sitting there listening to the ocean. Right. But there is that consistent get up early, be connected with something completely outside of work. And enjoy that time. So yeah, I'm I'm with you there, Ashley, on that get up early thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a game changer. Now that my nephew is back, I'm gonna try to implement it in the spring and summertime um, because we wanted to have the friend, their kids and friends and family to like start doing these things, right? Mm-hmm. Introduce these things to them because they're old enough now to start doing it. And it's just something I really enjoy, right? I know that it changed me when I was a kid as far as like being able to get in the water and have this thing to do and go, and it's really easy, right? just go grab a board and whether there's surf or not, you literally go get in the water. Um, and then there's this thing called grounding. Have you guys heard of this before? Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it until Kristen, my wife started explaining it to me as far as like, whether you're connected to the sand or whether you're connected to the water or connected to the land, whatever it is, this is this really hippies feeling thing, but like, whatever it's, it's real. <laughs> I feel it, it's real. Right. And I didn't realize it until I started really paying attention to it. 
So it changes your, your body chemistry. It changes you, your brain, your thinking, all this kind of stuff changes. And I really enjoy it. So like, I try to do it as much as possible. Um, and I want my family and friends to be able to experience that. So that's something I'm pushing for this year. So ho hopefully we can get up in the morning early and go out and have the kids go surf and have fun and get all that kind of stuff going on and then keep it going. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this next one is a two-part question. Um, what's the biggest or most important thing you've learned this year, both in your personal life and in your professional life? Um, and you can take that, like I said, either the biggest thing, the most important, like however you want to interpret that question. Um, but remember two parts. So personal and professional. You've learned, right? Yes. Okay. I can, I, I would say personally, I learned, you know, put your, put like being such a hard worker, put your work where it's valued. Like, mm -hmm professionally if 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 it's not valued like if you're not getting value from it and some you know it doesn't always have to be financially um it, just, it doesn't serve you if it doesn't serve you then don't pay attention to it or don't don't deep dive into it because I have a bad tendency of doing that so um and yeah just use your time where it's where it's valued and then personally I was professionally right. Yes. Personally, I learned. No, no, that, that was, was my personal. personal. Thank you. The <laughs> professional was organization, systems, putting things in place, having a system for everything um, just, of course, saves you in the long run. And of course, you think that's simple people. But when you become self-employed or not even just self-employed, but just doing things and you rely on you, you realize how important those systems are to keep you in check. Cause I can get scatterbrained, uh, when I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> yes. Pretty common too. Very common for that to happen inside of a self-employment world. You're taking care of you, right? Mm -hmm. Very common. Cough, cough, Sean Bowen, cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am the Free squirrel of squirrels. <laughs> What, I actually had uh, one of my employees when I was a property manager. She's like, you have such a squirrel brain. And I'm like, what does that even mean? I had no idea what that, And she's like, you just go here. And I'm like, yeah, when I'm stressed, like when I'm not stressed, I can focus. But yeah, definitely squirrel brain. So I would say um, for the personal side, for me, it would definitely be um, cooking. It comes down to the simple as cooking. But realizing that this last year, and I think it took me a while to realize this shift as I moved to the military, entrepreneurship and the mobile office and the flexible work schedule and, and everything that goes with that, that, you know, I think most, most people who have kids in school, most of their kids are really active after school, right? And, or I would hope they are anyways, but my kids are really active, right? And so my wife, during the afternoons with the kids, she just gone. Right. She takes care of all that. And I'm able to show up for those events, but, um, I started to think to myself, well, if I shifted my day just a little bit, I could probably make dinner. Right. And I, I do enjoy to cook. This is something I like to do anyways. And generally my kids are home at that time. So I got to thinking about it that they weren't really as proficient as cooking as I was when I was younger. And this is something that my mom taught me. So I've made it a habit to 
I, I mean, like my goal is like three to four days a week, if not five, I'm making dinner of some sort, right? And having somebody help me, usually the kids, maybe it's my wife, maybe it's my mother-in-law sometimes, whoever, right? But that's been a personal um, shift for me. And um, it's easy to do right at dinner hour, right? Which we kind of eat dinner a little later um, in the evening, but just it clicked on me and it, I don't know why I didn't think about this before. Um, I think the rigid schedule that I lived, you know, before entrepreneurship life, I think that boxed my brain in and I broke outside that box. The other thing is the same thing. And I'm, at the end of this year, I'm studying for my, to take my real estate license exam and, and become an agent. And you got to take this training program, right? And I'll admit, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know about this training program, but I've learned some good things from this training program. But one of the things that I learned was um, that training program breaks down how the Federal Reserve works and how um, lenders work and how securities work and how the interest rates are managed, right? And my nerd ears just perked up, right? And I started listening. And you know what I realized at the end of this, but it's really been a game changer for me and I'm looking forward to um, using that knowledge in 2022 is owner financing. And of course I knew what this was and I understood what this was and I get it. But when I realized, and I have graphics to show this and I went back and I even explained it to my teenager. She's like, dad, this totally makes sense that the banks and us are doing the exact same thing. And for some reason, there's a thought out there that maybe we're not doing, we're doing something that's not normal, right? I'm not going to say it's wrong, but it's not normal, right? It's not well known. It's not well thought of. We are doing when we, when you own our financial property, you're doing the exact same thing the bank is doing on the conventional side. Um, different names for it. It's the same crap, man. So that has been a real shift for me to realize. Um, and that course, for whatever reason, just opened my eyes. I think I learned most of everything I know about owner financing with this team right here. But for whatever reason, just that talking, I was like, Poof. and those infographics, I don't know why that made a shift in my mind, but that was a professional shift. And that just, you know, happened toward the end of the year as I started listening to this course, I'm listening to it just like everything else, because I'm not a reader, I'm a listener. But that's been a real, a real shift, a real um, shift, a realization and uh, professional growth, I think. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Sean and Luna, I don't think we've done either of you guys yet. Go for it, Luna. All right. So for me, they kind of intersect. So my personal and my professional are very similar in that they both come from trying to change my communication habits. So I noticed that I have a very bad tendency to use what I call the sorry reflex, which is where every single thing I think I'm slightly inconveniencing someone for, I'll apologize immediately, regardless of whether or not they've indicated that they actually are inconvenienced. And it comes across as very like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm like spending time or I'm sorry I'm doing this. Whereas I always try now to edit that to a thank you or a I appreciate this thing because it shows what I'm trying to explain without basically using the word sorry as a crutch. So in personal life, it's kind of like, instead of saying like, oh, sorry, I'm bothering you with all this. That like when you talk to somebody about your feelings, you can say, you know, I really appreciate you being there for me. And I really, I, you know, I thank you for your time. I'm really glad that you were, you know, there to listen to me. Um, professionally, it kind of helps because I have a tendency to undercut the things that I say. So I guess professionally wise, 
um, I learned to basically adjust the way I communicate to not sound as undermining. Like I'm not undermining myself in every sentence. And that's important because that's a very socialized habit that is very hard to break. And so I've been really, really trying to break that in professional life and personal life this year. Yeah. And you've gotten better. I've noticed. <laughs> Cause what I, is that I, called again? When you said, that? I'm sorry, what was that called again? You said it's. I think she said, sorry, complex. Sorry. Oh, sorry, complex. I thought it was a specific word that I missed. Okay. Like it. Very simple. Okay. I, <laughs> I thought you said like Sarez or like it was ma- named after something or somebody. And you said, no, no it's sorry. Just a sorry, com- sorry, complex. Okay, cool. No, that's very cool to hear. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And it's, it's hard to break. I, I went through that over the last few years. Um, and it, it's one of those things that it helps as you get to know the people you're working with too. Um, because I was definitely like that in the beginning. And now I'm like, Sean, stop what you were doing. I need you to do this now. <laughs> not like, Hey, I'm sorry to bother you, but could you sign this? And it's like, no, no more of that. I need it. I need it now. And then I will stop bugging you. Yeah. That's something I can work on too. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. So I'm gonna go personal first and then I'll go business. So personally, and, and my team knows this, but my wife and I have a specific win every Wednesday we go out and that's our date night. Right. So we know like five o'clock from there on, like, I'm not talking to anybody. I don't, it better be like a damn emergency. Otherwise, like that's my time with my wife. So I've also realized um, more of that is what I want, right? Like I want more time. I want to be more present. I want to be more in the moment um, to do things with her um, knowing that this is, and I hate to go morbid on this, but this is something that was a big reality check. Recently, one of our friends, um, her husband passed away and it was like an immediate heart attack. And it was crazy because it was nothing that anybody can control. Right. But he was literally sitting on the toilet and had a heart attack with his kid in the other room. Right. And his wife comes home and finds this. So like, it's just a reality check that you never know what's going to happen. Right. You never know when it's going to come. So every day at its best moment, live it to its best and spend as much time because you just never know. Right. So that was a big one personally that over the year, this year's especially. And then that came, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, I'll also show you all that life calendar thing. Everybody's like, Sean, stop showing me that. It's so morbid. But it's a calendar that really just shows you like where you are in your life. And if you're 43 years old, like you're halfway through your life. So live it, right? Live every day in its moment and just get after it, right? Also, that goes over to business, right? So I'm not, I'm going to push as hard as I can. I'm going to give everything I can to make things happen. I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to make my stomach flip flop. I'm going to be uneasy. I'm going to get outside my comfort zone. And the team's going to be like, yo, bro, throttle back a little bit. I'll be like, I can't help it. It's just, I'm going ready to go. Right. Certain things will get pushed. Certain things won't, but that goes on that balance between my wife and the time I spend with her to the personal side to making the business operate for other things from a visionary standpoint to an operation standpoint. And then that also goes with personal with you guys, because our team has the piece of core values, right? Core values, family. And every single time something happens, whether, especially with family, the first thing you're going to hear out of me is family first, right? I don't care what it is. If one of y'all is talking about something with family, I'm immediately to that, like, go take care of it. We're here. We got you. Go do what you got to do. And we'll be here if you need us, right? So that's something that I think this year I've pushed on and recognized a lot is 
that this company wouldn't be where it is. And I wouldn't be able to grow it as a company with you guys if we didn't have you as a team. So as you guys get to know each other better and as the team gets to work better, like that's that's what this is. I used to think that was some real corny shit back in the day because you're like building rapport or what is it? Not rapport. Relationships. Um, not relationships. Camaraderie. Um, Emory? No. No, not camaraderie. It's like when you're talking about like having the team all put together and rah, rah, rah. And it's like they Here? do it once a year or they do like a team building. Like, I don't think that's oh, us. Like a retreat. Right? just like yeah but i don't think that's us because we do things throughout the the months the weeks the years the days you know what i mean like we're constantly doing that kind of stuff to make sure that we're all on the same page right and nobody and people don't realize this like there is no playbook to running a company right you can go out and learn this stuff but unless you actually do it and then take your core principles and put it behind you as personal and company you you could be a shitty boss Right. And your team is not going to work well with you. Right. So I think that's just another piece I've learned over this year is unfortunately we had somebody leave us, but we had somebody join us. Right. And it's still a team in the core that is there. And I care about that a lot because we don't get to grow. You can't do all this by yourself. Each one of us on this screen has something that we're specifically doing and doing well. And I appreciate it, but I also know that it takes time to push behind that. Right. Like it doesn't just happen overnight doesn't just happen once a month doesn't happen once a year you're like let's go to a retreat and like do these team core building things you're like all right this is corny (laughs) although i do think if we went to an axe throwing thing that would be fun (laughs) (laughs) kind of off that though we did add in this year um a summer party and that was at cam's suggestion who's like we only really do the holiday party so we should do something in the summer and that that was was a lot of fun yeah that was cool so that's me personal would be with my wife And then bleeding that over, not bleeding over, but like trying to take that as personal with working with you guys in a business relationship to make sure it works and build things out and work together and then push myself to help you guys grow better. Yeah. Okay. So for mine personally, I have learned to listen to my body a lot more than I had in the past. And so whether that be, huh, I'm feeling a little bit weird. I think I need some more water. Or I've realized that um, there are some days when my body is just like, and my head is just out of it. And I need to do like, I need to take, (laughs) I joke about this, but like a two hour lunch break. I need to like take that time. And then I'll add an extra hour at the end of the day. Cause I'm like, okay, I just need this like uninterrupted time in the middle to get myself back on track. And then I'm so much more productive in the afternoon. And it's just listening to what my body needs. Like maybe it's just that I've been sitting here and I'm starting to hunch and I need like a 15 minute break to like lay on the floor and stretch and just see where my body feels good as I'm rolling around trying to like get myself back and into fighting shape. Um, so that's, I can see this happening. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> that's me. I I'm literally on the floor as I'm like flailing around trying to see, okay, what needs to stretch? I don't know. So part of just learning my body to see like, okay, what, what needs to happen to keep myself in the best physical and mental shape that I can be in. Um, and then professionally. So this year, um, with Luna actually has been uh, me really dipping my toes into the management side of things. And so um, hopefully I haven't been too bad, but I, I like, I've grown, I think into it, gotten a little bit better at things like delegating 
at learning how to talk about goals and how to accomplish them. Um, I definitely still need to get better about like running meetings. There are still things that I'm trying to figure out there, but um, I, I think I've really started to grow into that, but it's definitely something that I want to get better at going into next year, especially as in the next few years, we're looking to expand even more. Um, and while I don't know exactly how that will change company structure, like as we add more people in, obviously those of us that are, have been here already are going to start taking on those management roles more and more often. Um, but I will say like Sean was a great manager still is um, ish about some things. We kind of work in tandem now <laughs> on different things. Um, oh, I guess he's like, was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of work it, like in, on different sides now. Yep. So it's not, you're not like overseeing things. Um, but you know, that it, it's, it was really great to learn from you and watch and know what you did well, um, which was pretty much most of it, honestly, but knowing like, okay, what worked for me, what didn't work and trying to tailor that. Um, and it's, it's actually kind of funny because I sent like my mom and my brother, a picture of my dog over Thanksgiving. And I was like the day before Thanksgiving. And I was like, Oh, my manager's really being, uh, looking over my shoulder today. He, he's really micromanaging. <laughs> and my brother was like, how does Sean feel about your dog being your manager? And I was like, I'm sure Sean doesn't care right now. Cause he's in Portugal and he doesn't bark at me when I don't pay attention to him. So like best advice I can give you as a manager is don't bark at people if they don't give you attention. <laughs> I like that. That was good. That was good. <laughs> okay. So final two questions. And I want to sort of do um, round robin based on how you guys are on my screen. So it'll be Sean, Luna, Sammy Joe, Cam, and then me. And then we'll do that for the second question too. So the first one is, what advice would you give your past self on January 1st, 2021? So what, what advice would present Sean give to past Sean on January 1st, 2021 for the upcoming year? Oh, just the one year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just in I this think about this. Yeah, I think about this all the time when Cam was 18, what I would tell him, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, funny, I would just, but... like if, okay, I'll go, I'll do it. I'll go but back yeah, to that part, but I'll always go back to the like 24, 25 year old, Sean. Get oh my God. Seat. I would have punched him in the mouth and be like, wake up. You are wasting time right now. All right. Yeah. So, but. January on January 21st or January 1st, 2021, what would you tell that Sean? I would almost kind of stick with the same thing, but it would be, Hey, this is going to be a very tough year because you're trying to grow, right? You need to be okay with breaking things. You need to be okay with team members doing things and not doing things. Right. Meaning like, I don't know what you don't know. Right. But I think overall, if I was going to say, Sean, like January in this whole year is going to kick you in the ass. Like it's going to suck because it's such a grow. We grew so much this year and so fast in multiple facets. Right. So I would say, uh, hold on. It's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> And you're going to have more gray hair than you had last year. And you're going to be more stressed because it, it, it was, it was a wild year, wild year. Like we had a lot of growth. We broke a lot of things. Um, we had some people leave us, um, but we, we grew so much and we learned so much in that time. So yeah, if I was going to go back in January, tell January, 2021, 20, Sean, what's up? You'd be like, get ready, buck. 
<laughs> it's gonna be a wild ride this year. <laughs> okay, Luna. Uh, if I was going back to January 2021, Luna, I would say, don't basically just keep a very open mind because things are going to update and update and update, and you're just gonna have to keep rolling with it because that's the way life is going right now. <laughs> yeah, and that was pretty full circle for you too, January of 2021, or yeah. out of the box, whatever. Yeah. I mean, like that was just every, a lot changed the past year. I mean, I got this job. I, you know, I'm on my own in my own apartment with my sisters. Like this is so different from what like any of the rest of my life has been. So just looking back at that and just looking at myself, you know, 2021 Luna and being like, you know, get ready, be willing to change, be open-minded, be flexible. Cause you're going to have to be. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's just kind of the way I have to talk to myself because that's kind of relevant. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Am I having you go. Um, <clears throat> Be patient. <laughs> uh, that is not my strong suit. And I really realized that this year. Um, it's not that I want immediate satisfaction, but I feel like when I put my everything into something, I kind of want to see a return pretty quickly. And even if I don't say it, I feel it. And so it puts a lot more stress and anxiety on me. Um, and so that's one thing I've kind of worked on this year is just silencing my mind and just being patient, trust the process. It'll, it'll, it'll be all right. You know, you've made it this far. It'll be okay. You're a smart girl. You can handle it. And so, yeah, be patient. All right, Cam. Um, it it's it's be patient as well. I mean, it's pretty pretty close to that. It, it might as well be patient. That's that's the best way to sum it up, Sammy. Too is, I think that in 2020 I retired from the military, right, and I moved to this, and you know, spending a couple decades around the world doing military stuff, and then doing this is quite different. But when I retired, I was like, ah, this isn't really that big of a change. I love this, right. I really didn't realize all the things that would change in 2021. Um, just mostly personal dynamics and home dynamics and me being home all the time. And we got some dogs and carving out the family time in different ways than I was used to, right? From the whole nine to five and being gone. So I would tell myself to pause and watch all the changes and figure out how to carve out those tiny little moments um, that truly matter, right? With family and whatever, because I think I lost sight of that for a little bit. And we were so busy making so many changes and kids doing so many things and doing all that. And it was that, you know, recently we sat down and talked about it and it was a lot of changes and it took a toll on us. So I would, I would caution myself to be patient, just like Sammy said, and observe everything that's going on and, and make sure to focus on the most important things, um, not drop the other things, but I dropped, I dropped some of the most important things for just a little bit and didn't prioritize them the way I should have. So be yeah. patient. <laughs> well, and that's a, that's a good one. Um, I, I think I've used this analogy before, but if you are juggling a lot of balls, you need to realize which balls are glass and which are plastic so that, you know, like if I have to drop a ball, like this, uh, this one might be personal, but it's plastic. So I can drop that in favor of catching this glass ball for work or vice versa. 
So just knowing what you can and can't drop while you're doing all of this. Um, But yeah, that's a good one. Um, Mine would be to take a breath. Um, Sometimes I can be kind of reactionary, reactionary. Um, (laughs) and not always, I feel like sometimes I do it and it's like a fun, sarcastic way, but sometimes it's like, like it's, it's a, in a mean, not so nice way. And even if I don't say it aloud, it's like a thought that I have and just getting better at like, okay, take a breath, sit with it for, you know, even if it's just 60 seconds, that first instinct is not always the best instinct. Um, even if it's something like the dogs at the dog got sick overnight or something. And it's like, I did not want to have to clean this up this morning, but it's not the dog's fault. They probably tried to go outside and you didn't wake up. So it's just a take a breath, sit with it for a minute and then go forward so that, you know, I don't sit with those kind of sucky mean thoughts. Um, Cause I, I, you know, it's hard to stay mad at a dog, but sometimes if it's a person, you know, you can hold on to that for a little while, but I'd rather not, I, I, I don't want to. And I think that is something that I did this past year and sort of got better at toward the end of the year. So just knowing like, okay, when to let that breath out and not hold on to that, that feeling. So good. that was, yeah. The advice present Ashley would give to past Ashley. So now what advice would present you give to future you. So what are you, what advice do you give to the you on January 1st, 2022? Uh, This is the last question. So Um, to be more defined, be more, (laughs) I don't know how to say that any better without like going over to the normal Sean talk, but like stop fucking around like stop just you're gonna do shit and you're gonna either push it off or you're gonna you're gonna do it right and that's what i mean like taking it back to the sean is like you're gonna make a decision on doing something go do it what's the worst case you're gonna fail at it right and as long as it doesn't hurt somebody or financially wreck something what's the big deal right and that to me is something that I'm pushing more on this year is that I am going to go hard. I'm going to push. I am going to intentionally do more than I, like you always talk about like, I want to do this. Right. And then you don't do anything with it. Cause you're working on other things, but that's going to happen this year. There's going to be personal and business. It's going to be a lot of things more intentionally done to finish like short timelines, finish things out, be direct. So, yeah, hold on, Bowen, because you're about to get – it's going to be wild, right? So, yeah, kind of the same thing. I, I'm. It's going to be a different – it's going to be a different year for me personally and business. So, think, I have been talking things into fruition for a long time, and some of them are actually coming to fruition. So, uh, from the lending aspect of things to um, building things, to what we're building, right, even personal things. So, it's going to be – a very growth year for me personally and business. So yeah, get ready, Bowen. Shit's <laughs> going to come in hot. <laughs> okay. Luna. Uh, kind of similar. I, I guess like to sum it up in a little phrase would be kind of just don't, 
basically, if I had to give myself advice for next year, if from now it would be, um, if you ever feel overwhelmed or feel like you're not going forward, just look back a little bit because I keep doing that to myself now where I'm like, Hey, look where you were a year ago. Look where you were, you know, and just kind of seeing these like changes and seeing how fast these changes happen and telling myself like, yeah, it feels like it's slow going, but literally just look backwards for a couple of months and realize like you got here so you can go forward and just keeping that in mind as I keep going forward is just acknowledging what I do make strides forward essentially. Yeah, that's a good one. We took up, talk a lot about that in Ariel um, and we call it incremental progress. So even if it's something like something that I've been working on um, in that class is like you have to like hold a chin up with your legs at 90 degrees. So you're working abs and arms at the same time. And it's just like learning how far I can hold that. And I'm up to 15 seconds where at the beginning of the year holding like in that ab L sit position, I was at like five. And so incremental progress, but you know, progress nonetheless. And I think that's a really good point. All right. Sammy Joe. Uh, 2022, I would tell Sammy Joe pause, pause and strategize because I feel like I just go and I so can the opposite it. of Sean. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so, well, sometimes I can stay in analysis paralysis, mm-hmm. but the issue is when I have the thought, I don't pause, write it down and strategize. I just keep having the thought. I'd never write it down. I never manifest it. I never plan it. Um, not never, but just so many things, so many projects. Like I have, you know, my custom design, uh, which is like my passion project LLC, where I just make t-shirts and masks and little cute custom things for the people I love who su- support my business. Um, and just being more strategic in every arena that I choose to dedicate my time. Um, yeah. Pause and strategize. Cause I, I just, sometimes I just got to pause. <laughs> I just get going. <laughs> Cam. So I think, I think it's no surprise that some of us are, if you would sum up what some of the things we're saying, it, it's very similar, right? Cause mine does go back to what Sean said with intentional, right? And it was last time what Sammy said, but, to be intentional in personal life and um, professional life and professional to push, to take a little bit more risks when it comes to taking out property or leveraging money or however, I'm getting more comfortable with that and I'm going to get more comfortable with that in 2022 um, to realize kind of what, because what Sean said it resonates with me slight, you know, or resonates with me a lot, just a little bit different. If it's not, if it's not going to bankrupt the family or hurt anybody, let's go, right? If it's not going to hurt the team I'm working with, let's go, right? And I think so much, so many of us are held back by fear. It's really not even real. It's fear of things that may happen, but usually don't happen. And so trying to be very intentional with understanding the difference between the two and realizing when it's time to take a step forward, even if I don't know where that step's going, right? And in the personal life, it's it's really spending more time with my family intentionally to do things. Um, and I think that's another shift coming back from, you know, the military and, and all that. And to be intentional, and I have several projects or things that I've set up that 
I believe, you know, my daughters would enjoy separately, right? And spending that individual time with them doing something. I wanted them to help me on my project and it just clicked in my head. And anyways, I've lined up lots of little things and, you know, talking with my wife about it and, and she's noticed, and this is what I'm gonna do with Anna. And this is what I'm gonna do with Megan. And this is about when we're gonna do it. And obviously I can't do it all day, every day, but I wanna be intentional about doing one or two major things with just them per month. Um, and that's, I have to do that. I enjoy every second of it and, and it's so valuable. And usually it's teaching them something. And I've been kind of surprised that they, they enjoy it. So I kind of thought dad's trying to teach us something. That's what I was expecting. And that's not the response. They're like, cool, let's go. And I'm like, what? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so both intentional, just personal and professional. So that's awesome. nice. All right. Um, Mine is learning when to say yes and when to say no. So Sammy Joe, I think was the one that brought it up earlier about needing to say no. But I also think there, like, that's definitely something where I get into the habit of just saying, yes, I can do this for you. Yes, I can do this for you. But also getting into the habit of saying, eh, I don't, it's kind of cold. I don't want to put on a jacket. So I'm just not going to go out. Um, <laughs> you, you know, like little things like that. So learning when I should say yes and when I should say no. Um, there were a couple of times this past year when I said no to hanging out with people or whatever that I'm kind of like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Um, and other times when I said yes, that I really, I, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm going to do it. And I've made some good friends because of that. So it's just learning like when I, when <laughs> I need to say yes or no, so that I can, you know, have those experiences, um, and not take on too much. Um, but that's, that's really about it. This went way longer than I thought it was going to go, but um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for being on here with me to talk about this. And thank you to everyone who is listening, who has listened throughout the year. Um, this has been a huge growth year, like Sean has said, for wholesaling out of the box. And um, we've got a lot of cool ideas coming up for 2022. So we're really excited to move into next year and start implementing them and kind of see where we get. We're always trying to change and evolve and make this the best program that it can be. And I think we we do a pretty good job of it, but we definitely want to do better. So thanks again for listening. If you haven't, um, be sure to check out our website, www.wholesalingoutofthebox.com uh, to find out more about us and our program and everything we have to offer. Um, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, we're going to take a break for the next couple of weeks. And then you will see us back here on, I think it's January 7th, whatever that first Friday of January is. And we're going to be talking about our goals for 2022. All right. Thanks again, everyone. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.